0: hello right we're back sort of daytime not too late it, I would
1: call it late afternoon
0: right an odd spot for us to be um, recording from but
1: 407 p.m
0: so what what do we got going on today besides the fact that our listeners will be following our instagram and all that other stuff
1: naturally um we've kind of got a fancy wine the bottle is certainly fancy they've got quite the mission statement on there should I
0: uh, let's see and it's written in cursive uh, it's a little a, hard to read. A grape growers. Oh, sorry. As grape growers, we hold high regard for the mindful tending of the soil and exacting knowledge of the cellar.
1: Exacting knowledge of the cellar. That's a that's a line right there. S-
0: cellar as in basement.
1: A basement where yes. they keep the wine, presumptively.
0: Yeah. So this is a Sauvignon Blanc. In um, there, California, twenty eighteen. But it says vintage 2018. Okay. And to be honest, two years could That's be like a 2018 while.
1: plus. Yeah. yeah,
0: two two years could be a while of of, of whatever. So,
1: but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna talk Leo Messi. We're gonna talk Leo Messi. We're gonna talk Sixers. The process, the failure of the process. Yep. And uh. we're gonna we're gonna discuss uh, what what athletes we think have the best sex lives. Because a lot of them probably and our do. Answers may surprise you.
0: Um, why don't you open this up, Noah? Huh? me whoa yeah, let's hear the crack right we just want the Shit. we just want the users to be able to compare
1: right here we go
0: okay Ooh. that was crisp
1: that was crisp. Um, keep no in mind cork. we didn't chill this we didn't chill it we've been drinking chilled wine lately but you know kind of I love the way wine pours into a glass it's very smooth no it's almost like they designed
0: it for that purpose all right let's let's see.
1: It wasn't the same going into a different cup. Oh, you hear the difference there? Yeah, that's kind of wild. Right. That makes sense. It's well, kind of a it, big little bottle. You know, in
0: fact, there's probably a lot of science behind the way sound works. Um, regardless, let's take a first sip.
1: I think it would be tremendous chilled.
0: Oh, yeah, probably yummy chilled. It's not bad.
1: It's not bad. It's a little bitter.
0: Yeah, I mean... What I like about it is there's no harsh aftertaste, but in the midst of drinking it, it it's a little harsh.
1: Yeah. Well, something new we're gonna introduce is uh, we're gonna we're gonna compare these wines to, to professional athletes. Okay. So, um, what are you thinking? I don't know. I'm realizing it's gonna be kind of hard to do this in the moment. Yeah. No. <laughs> I,
0: um, no. I'm thinking this is uh, know, is, know, it's a
1: Chase Budinger wine. I think it's average. Um it would be better cold. Um Matt Bonner. Okay.
0: All right. No explanation
1: this needed. It's Matt Bonner wine. No explanation needed at all. Although okay. it is good.
0: So kind of you know, starting off today, right? So the big news is messy, Right?
1: So yeah, we're a little as late you know,
0: on this, but who cares? Noah and I, huge soccer guys. Huge. False. Food,
1: football, football. But
0: um, this is big news, right? So it's such big news that it transcends sports, and now we have to speak on it if well, we even want to call correct ourselves Correct me if sport I'm people.
1: wrong, but he's, he's been with Barcelona essentially the entirety of his illustrious career.
0: Yeah, so, um, you know, once again, no subject matter expert, but he's pulling a great Houdini. It's almost like he's pulling a Brady.
1: Well, because I guess, well, what normally happens in soccer is that you pay, like if I'm Man United and I want to buy a player from Man City, I have to pay them a transfer fee for the ability to then pay them a wage. Yes. That's essentially how it works. But Messi had a clause in his contract that he could just say he wanted a free transfer at any moment, and he exacted that right. So he gets to walk, and Barcelona gets nothing.
0: Which... Is is unbelievable big ball because moment right Because normally
1: they would have to, they would have the ability to sell him for like hundreds of millions of dollars in transfer fees.
0: Yeah. So um, <clears throat> now, has it been solidified where he's going? I was hearing murmurs of Manchester City.
1: I heard that he wants to go to Man City, but no, no deal has been finalized.
0: Okay, but I, I've also heard murmurs that he wants to take it to the states.
1: That's all. That could also be true. That be that be kind of the the Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Route, but I think I think Messi's a little a little still a little young for that. Yeah. No. I, I think
0: know. that it could be the new you know. And that being said, I don't necessarily think a European needs to come over here to spark American interest in sports. But I definitely think there'll be more eyeballs on soccer if he comes over here.
1: If Leo Messi came to play soccer I'd in watch, the United I'd States, I'd watch his games. That would be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I think he would he would run through it. That's what. In fact, you know. Like like I said, he's, he's, he's arguably the GOAT. I'm not a huge soccer guy, necessarily. I definitely like him more than other sports, but I think that that is the only sport where, as far as I can understand, baseball as well to an extent, but when you're old, it's not that much of a detriment to you because of the abundance of leagues. For example, Zlatan wasn't old, but he, so he just went to a league where his skills would still We're be good. Still superior. Yeah.
1: I get that. No, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, there's always there's always somewhere you can go play. Yeah, if you really so, want.
0: So to. it's like let's say like the NBA wasn't the only big league, and Jordan, as opposed to retiring, he's just like I'm just going to go play in China, which is you know obviously skill wise not anywhere near the NBA, but he's still. I mean, you see these guys go to China and they they drop in 35. Here's Marbury's what, the goat over there.
1: Here's what I wonder, right? So we. Like, like okay, NBA fans, right? We view the NBA as like the only relevant league. Like I, w- I see the Euro League as like, just basically like irrelevant and like really not even a blip on my radar. Do you think that's how people view the MLS, or do you think the MLS holds a little more footing?
0: I think that because of the way soccer is structured, the MLS probably holds more footing. Um, from a respectability standpoint, because it makes sense. Well, I guess
1: technically the MLS is is on that second tier of leagues. Yeah, so it's... Because it's it's like the top five. Exactly, yeah.
0: So the MLS is a reputable league, whereas uh, many people don't know, there's almost a professional basketball league in every other country.
1: But you never hear about them. But
0: you never hear about them. Canada has one. Mexico has one. You know what I mean? Like, every country has its own pro league, but it's so obvious.
1: And maybe that even comes down to just like an abundance of talent thing. Yeah. Soccer is just so much more widely played throughout the world in basketball, like, there's going to be, you're just going to have more people that are good at it. Well,
0: I mean, granted, once again, no clue on the history of soccer, but I would imagine once soccer became widespread, it was just played at a bunch of places at the same time, so no one really had, like, the cause to call superiority, although I imagine, you know, the English leagues imagine that they're more superior or whatever, but it's like, basketball starts here.
1: I do wonder who claims, yeah, basketball is like an American sport, but... I wonder who. So I wonder what country really started soccer.
0: We'll have to look. We'll have our intern look into it. Pete, <laughs> TG. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So let's let's go into the the athletes' sex life, huh?
1: Yeah. You know, because it's okay surely to surely have a lot. Yeah. Of
0: it. Let's let's speculate. Let's embrace debate here. Well, I mean, let
1: let me just read you some quotes, Sam, that some athletes have um have said about sex. So first, Dennis Rodman. 50% of life in the NBA is sex. The other 50% is money.
0: Now, okay, exaggeration or no exaggeration?
1: Mountain or Molehill? Mountain <laughs> Mountain or Molehill
0: right there. Do you think um, he's being honest?
1: I I think at least Dennis give me like 10% basketball or 5. I think
0: that professional I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but I think professional sports have like, such an allure about it, especially if you play an amateur sport. So it's like, you know, you go through high school and that has its own culture. You go through college, that has its own culture. But I genuinely think when you reach the pros, I think a bit of that allure actually kind of goes away because it, it now, like, it is just kind of a it's job. It's less
1: about, you're a celebrity, it's less about playing the sport.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a form of entertainment that you go to as your job, right? So, like, you... Some players probably just go there to collect a paycheck, right? So it's like they're very rich. I'm going to say
1: 70%.
0: Oh, my God. I I would agree with you. I I think that unless you're a top-tier player with, like, the eyes on you all the time, you probably really don't care about anything except just playing basketball. Well, this is
1: my thing. I think it's the – I think if you're very good, like LeBron, Giannis, you care about legacy, winning, all that. But then if you're, like, Marcus Morris, Avery Bradley, Danny Green – There's some bad examples, but, like, that type of player where you're, like, a a good role player, I think it's a lot about the check.
0: Because your legacy is not going to transcend the the game.
1: Like, even if you win Mattel's, you're not going to be compared to those guys up there, so you might as well just make the money. 100%. But then I think there's a third tier where it's the guys who, like... Maybe weren't that good in high school, weren't crazy good in college. Just every of, single one of them was just a kind beast. Of, no, but I'm saying like you kind of squeaked into that next tier oh, every time, yeah you, like had to work very hard mm. to get to that next tier every time. I think that portion of player, where like, let's call him a Brad Wanamaker, I think those guys care a lot.
0: Well, no, so, well you have to because those are like that's like the journeymen are in that. I think it's the guys too. who have
1: worked substantially harder and faced more struggle to get there care care yeah, more than and just you have shed. to
0: continuously maintain your abilities to even be relevant, right? Right. So, um, but yeah, going so, so going off of that, go ahead, let's hear more Another quotes.
1: one. Olympians are adventurers. They look for a challenge, like having sex with someone who doesn't speak their language.
0: I have actually... Alpine skier heard this. I've heard the Olympic village is a cesspool. Uh,
1: a, a sex village, if yeah. you
0: would. I, I, I mean, it, it honestly makes sense, though. Think about it. It's like on college campuses, this, the thing, it's the same. You respect people who are at your level of athleticism, right? Now you mix in the exoticness of the Olympic Village, and it's like some people, right? Let's say we went to the Olympics. I might only compete for like a few days, right? But it's like you don't go home. Month-long event. Yeah, it's a month-long event. So that what else are you going to do, you know? Fuck. Seriously. <laughs> I would love to see the statistics on that.
1: Well, dude, the, that's why they were so worried about the Zika virus in Brazil. Yeah. Because of all the, 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 they thought all the athletes were going to get it. 100%. They made them wear condoms.
0: I think the, the 2021 Olympics is going to be beautiful. The, the, the redone ones every, in Japan, every, we got to go. Everything in 2021 is going to be great. Oh, my God. When that clock hits midnight on the Except 31st. That's
1: what we said about 2020. No, <laughs> I think, you know, you know what it is,
0: actually? I want to, as an aside, I think that so many people wished that 2020 was going to be amazing, that it actually worked to its detriment. It was,
1: uh, Some
0: ancient law was enacted where it was like. The gods. Yeah, the gods said, oh, you guys think this is going to be fun? No.
1: No, they fucked us. Here <laughs> we go. The difference between sex and... This is Shaq, by the way. The difference between sex and love, question mark? I would say sex is an art form. Love is the caring for the person that you're performing the art on.
0: <laughs> oh, brother. That's all time. Shaq's all time. Dude's like 7'7". Seven, seven.
1: Um, Ryan Lochte, Olympic swimmer. Make eye contact. Some guys keep staring, but I'll give a wink and come back later because it keeps her thinking. And you know we've that... We've heard that before. That's
0: been... I was going to say, we've heard that before. We've heard um, that before.
1: Chad Ocho Cinco, notorious um, sex addict. I don't know if I'll go That was kind of mean. I said that. But <laughs> I had sex. I had sex yesterday with some. <laughs> I had sex yesterday with some of the moves I did. I should be fine. When asked if his left knee was feeling better,
0: oh, that is his response to that question. Yes.
1: Um, <laughs> Jimmy Demerit, three-time Masters winner. Golf and sex are about the only two things I can enjoy without being good at.
0: You know, will I'll say, I had a great round yesterday for me. So now I, San, so Sam now I'm a Arnold golf guy. Course. Yeah, I he shot came a, back elated. Yeah, I shot a 55, which you yeah, know, I'll take. It's not great, but you know, for an infrequent golfer, I'll take it. So I agree. Now I enjoy golf, no matter how bad I am at it. And sex, sex is always. <laughs> it really don't <laughs> matter. It really don't matter how good you are. It, <laughs> it, it really, now. it really doesn't. It really doesn't.
1: Um, yeah. So next, um, baseball Hall of Famer Casey Stangle. The trouble Stangle. The trouble is not that players have sex the night before a game, it's that they stay out all night looking for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we let's say we have a game in LA. We're not flight doesn't leave till the morning. Do you think these guys are going into their bedrooms and going to bed? Cuz think about it like this, right? Obviously, money opens so many doors for you. So if let's say we went to Not only
1: the money, and these guys are tall, athletic. Yeah.
0: No, they're good-looking guys objectively, right? Some of them. Okay, yeah, so subjectively. But regardless, it's like, if you have all that fucking money, you are not sitting in your hotel room waiting for the next day. You are going to... You might have a girlfriend in every single city. (laughs) You might have your favorite spot in every single city. That goes to the Harden thing. Dude has his jersey retired in a strip club. Several. That's, That's big baller brand. That's like something that, honestly, I'm surprised. If somebody told me that, I'd say, is that... Attributed to Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> it's it's in that category of story.
1: Uh, what else we got here? Um, Joe Canseco, two time World Series winner. Um, on if his use of steroids had any effect on his sex life, I don't know. I still have sex five times a day with several different different objects. LOL.
0: <laughs> wow, that's a text, a tweet. I don't know. Maybe he
1: verbally said LOL. <laughs> um, Dwayne Johnson. To wrap it the up rock? here. Former actor, former WWE wrestler, current actor. Every once in a while, I get the highly inappropriate proposal, which is like, whoa, really? You don't even know me, and I don't know you at all, and you want that to happen tonight? Okay, I get off work at 7.30. I I
0: imagine now he's a married man.
1: Who knows, though? Now, I don't know, but that just paints a picture of how easy it is for them.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so going off of that, so Noah and I are kind of, I guess, guessing on who we think are the athletes that have the most fun?
1: I mean, to me, there's the obvious choices, right? There's, like, the Tiger Woods, the the high-profile athletes who can do whatever they want. But I think you got to look... Because those guys get too much attention on them.
0: Yeah. You got to look, look at the next tier.
1: You got to look at the tier below, and you got to look at the young guys. Mm. The guys who are just getting on the scene. Who it's just, all about fun. Just realizing they have all this money now, going out every night. And, you
0: know, I, I don't want to sound like an old-timer, too, but... Maybe this applies to all sports, specifically NBA. I think the young guys coming up now, I think fun is their MO. Low key. I think they're more about fun <coughs> and sneakers and the culture than some of these old heads who are like, well, you know, different.
1: I think a part of it is that they only are getting one year of college.
0: Yeah. Seriously. I think they're, 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 they dude, they're their going fun. to college
1: for one year. Then, they're, then now all of a sudden they still want to live the college life. Yeah. But they're professional athletes and they're, the they're funniest loaded. part is they're not even 21.
0: Yeah, no, seriously. Um, And, you know, I'm sure, because it has to be said, I'm sure there are some women who are some really fun athletes as well. But, you know, not as easy to speculate on that one, I would say. But my my first guess, I would say, for athletes who have an incredible amount of fun is I'm going to say Ben Simmons.
1: Okay, I could see that. Didn't you know, he date, uh, he dabbled with the Kardashians? I believe he Jenners. did. I believe he was with uh,
0: a, a Jenner at some point. He's in a big city, tall guy, Australian, right? Went to LSU. Does he
1: have an accent?
0: No. I don't uh, know much he, about it. If he it. had
1: an accent, then I could really get behind it.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if he had an accent. That'd be a lady killer right think there. think
1: about that. Who are some fucking... Luca, that boy probably.
0: Oh, Luca's young, too. he has really. got it 19, made. 19, 20? 20. Slovenian got a maid.
1: That's what you got to wonder, right? Everybody like,
0: probably knows who that guy is in the tri-state area.
1: That's why. But, well, think about this, though. Like, do you think these guys just, like, get let in everywhere? Because there's a balance, right? It's like, oh, he's Luka Doncic? Yeah, come into, yes. this, come into the club. Yes. But yes. what if someone in there was like, that's Luka Doncic. He's 20. And that got out. Anywhere. All of a sudden, you're endorsing underage drinking.
0: Anywhere. Although, I imagine they're they're... There must be something that says Luca cannot be out in public at some place drinking, right? But no, I imagine if Luca wanted to go to a random bar with you know minimal whatever, I, I, you him, know what you know what I'm Boban saying. I, mean, I was, was going to ramble imagine
1: here. Imagine Doncic and Boban and Maxi Kleba go, oh, go to the in, bar in, in
0: incognito. But no, I think I was going to ramble. But I think it comes down to if Luca approached a bar, right, and he said, "I'm going." Listen, this is who I am. I'm not legally 21 but you know who I am. If you ensure that no one finds out I was here, I will spend a lot of money That's the thing. They're probably
1: tipping out the wazoo. And you got to think about this. Luca is, what's his drinking age in Europe, 17, 18? Oh, that's yeah. tough coming over to the States. Then again, though. Because all of a sudden you're an even bigger star in the States and you can't drink.
0: I, I would like to know if Luca's slugging him back because that's, that's an unanswered question. For example, somebody like Baker Mayfield... We know he's slugging. Well, back. that's
1: the thing. I think some some videos leaked. I think during Luca's rookie year of him hammered. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: Because I remember I, I was I don't know if it was like the in the smoke podcast or something like that, but I think it was Lou Will who said that he won a bet against like AI and these guys for who could uh, either finish a, a beer the fastest or drink X amount of beers. And just the way he was telling the story, it made it seem as if there's not a huge beer culture necessarily in the NBA. Right? These guys aren't drinking beer, so it's like those guys drink liquor. They, those guys, oh, those guys drink top shelf liquor. probably. So it's like, <clears throat> I think sometimes, granted, I don't buy top shelf liquor. Maybe it's sometimes yet, more the status. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do these, are these guys actually big drinkers? I don't know. I would suspect that they're probably bigger smokers. Cultural so. differences in the leagues. I would, I would imagine. But who, who knows? Meanwhile, I mean, you've got like the MLB fucking booze bags. Oh, seriously. I would be. If I was pitching every five days, are you fucking kidding me? And I was getting... If I signed a contract worth like 80 mil, probably more than that,
1: honestly. Well, we talked about this before. There's the story that... Fuck, what is his name? Ed Ted Boggs. Boggs. No. Who's the, the guy who played for the Reds, banned from the Hall of Fame because of gambling? Rose. P. Rose. P. Rose, P. Rose. yeah. There's a story that P. Legend. Rose drank like... 60 beers in one day or throughout, like, a 12-hour plane ride?
0: Six-zero? Six-zero. That's absurd to me because I can't even fathom that. It's, like, kind of when you tell somebody, like, a big number that doesn't register in their head. It's, like, I think, like... (laughs) Like their their salaries. Yeah, like, well, yeah, exactly. Like, you can't imagine more than, like, 200 people in your head or something like that. So if you say, like, a 1,000, it's kind of unfathomable. 60 beers to me, I can't imagine drinking that too
1: many beers too
0: many beers um, um
1: well someone that comes to my mind is uh, is marcus smart big sex guy i think he's a big sex guy because one of my friend's sisters had sexual relations with marcus smart. okay
0: you know you're always a few degrees removed from these big celebs
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> ne- it's <laughs> never me they're not as far uh, out of reach as you might think no he probably he probably is a lot of schools there a lot of co- you know, college-aged women. You're a celebrity. Everyone knows who Marcus Smart is, right?
1: Every, well, that's the thing. I think he flies under the radar a little bit. Okay, but if you say the name Marcus, I don't think I don't think he's recognizable. Okay, if you say the name. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Marcus. Smart.
0: Now, if you were a, uh, a pro athlete, any sport of your choosing, would you want to be unrecognizable? Because it goes without saying, there's a p- few people on every roster that is unrecognizable. I could yeah. walk by. Ninety-nine
1: percent of professional athletes. I I'd say it's it's great to be famous and all, but I think I would like. It would be nice to like go out to dinner with my wife and not be like fucking hounded. Well, okay. Let's let's say
0: we're on a college campus, right? Let's say college campus. You were a college athlete. Would you have rather stayed at your level of notoriety, how people know you now, or you walk around, everyone knows you?
1: On a college campus? Yeah. I think I'd want to be. Elite.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I I think I can agree with that. I think on a college campus, you want everyone to know who you are.
1: I think on a college campus, like if you were like, uh, fucking Baker Mayfield when he was at fucking Oklahoma State, probably electric. Oh my god. But like, if you're like, I think being, I think being Tiger Woods gets annoying. Yeah. I mean, like, you, when you when you have no sense of privacy. Hundred percent.
0: And it's like, wh- where do you go? Who do you hang out with? Do you make new friends? Are these people even my friends? Yeah. Um, but I, I can see the Marcus Smart. He probably does fly a little bit under the radar. He probably fucked um, under there. <laughs> <laughs> under there, I got James Harden, who I, I mentioned before. Um, but you know, I I almost want to walk back from that immediately because I I think. You know, James Harden is actually an enigma. We he actually don't me
1: as the most socially awkward person, I, was, I know.
0: I was going to say we don't actually know anything about James Harden except that he's really good at basketball and he enjoys strip clubs. Dude, seriously? I,
1: I can't even name a think, third thing you know about him. I can't even think of a James Harden soundbite from an interview.
0: No. You can't. Seriously. He, he I feel do- like I've never seen an interview. He doesn't really speak. He keeps to himself. He's got so got that ugly beard. So I don't actually think he's a huge sex guy. I think that he, I think that he pushes himself to the limits of temptation by sitting at those strip clubs, and that's how he keeps the testosterone. Yeah, yeah and then he he gets out. I think it's probably tactical that okay. he does that that way.
1: Here is my thing. I don't another 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 filter. I I think I think the tall tall NBA guys are at a big disadvantage. I think women yeah, are. Yeah, hey, six I think, six I, six seven. I think women are intimidated by that. Like Taco Fall pulls up to a club. I think Taco has a hard time. I think Taco with the ladies.
0: Taco might be self-conscious a little bit. He might think he's, he's too tall. He too tall Jones when he walks he's in there. Too tall. <laughs> but and you know, the women
1: are scared because they automatically think like how how big is the Johnson? Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 is that going to hurt? That, that might, was that be, that might work? be the first thought.
0: You know, it's going off of that Shaq's wife is tiny.
1: She's tiny.
0: But um, also. You know, it's funny that you mentioned, like, the hypothetical insecurities of Taco Fall because when Zion was in, at Duke, I remember a few stories came out when people were, like, um, girls were leaking his Snapchats them, and, Z- and Zion was super regular.
1: He's a pretty socially inept regular 18-year-old. He was just
0: <laughs> sending snaps to himself. I think he, one, one of them was someone like...
1: Someone recorded that voice call. It was, like... Uh, some girl was like, "I'm like, I'm, not, I'm just like not that pretty." He's like, shut up.
0: Yeah, he's like, "You're <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you're, 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 you're you're so pretty. <laughs> Which you know, it's you got you got to think though. Does that walk back the assumption that some of these high? He, he's the biggest. He was the biggest name in college at the time, and he's still you know being a regular guy when it comes well, to the ladies. That's
1: part of it, I think, that these guys like the Tatum's, the Zion's that come out. Trey Young after one year. I was horrible with women my freshman year. Horrible.
0: Oh, my God. It's frightening almost.
1: Seriously. I think I think they miss out on that on that growth because all of a sudden you're forced to into hitting on these, like, grown women that just want you because you're rich instead of the college oh, girls.
0: Yeah, I've never thought about that. That's a really good take because it goes without saying. Obviously, there's, there's pain in rejection, pain. but it really does mold you a bit. You, you, you know, learn
1: what works, what yeah.
0: doesn't. Oh, man. These guys are going in. They're not ready. I hope I, that... I hope the older I'm guys are think team, the young
1: guys don't fuck.
0: I, I hope well, the, they do, but I hope the older guys on these teams are giving them a helping hand. They're taking
1: them under their wing
0: because you know it, 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 some teams might be more business, right? Then it, maybe they're not all hanging out. But some teams, you got these young cats. Like, look at the Phoenix Suns; they're all young. And You know what happens with the Phoenix Suns? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like you know you, you got. I don't even know what the oldest team in the league is that has mad veterans. Maybe like at this point, maybe like the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know what's, something up, what's like that. that, but but some like that. Maybe maybe they don't. Um, and then next, I had Floyd Money Wayweather, kind of a piece of shit guy, he's super rich. As far as I know, he's single. I imagine he fucks. Um, let's see, Odell Beckham. I had him there, placed in a big city, flamboyant,
1: smooth, man. Smooth. The smooth man. He's charismatic, certainly
0: recognizable. Um, so Although I,
1: I have one. Rafael Nadal.
0: Oh man, he's the, he's a man's man. We ha- we talked that about is him a earlier. Good
1: looking man. He's a friend of the pod. Raf, we did. He is a friend of the pod. Yeah, everybody knows him.
0: No, yeah. Oh, he d- those Europeans. Oh That's my god. That's how you
1: know is because my mother, my mother loves Rafael Nadal. Like, She's likewise, got massive crush on him. Huge like, crush. Likewise. we're And Usher. <laughs> <laughs> if we're watching, the uh, because like Rafael Nadal he used to wear these like tight shirts, the cutoffs. My mom goes, oh, is he he playing? I'm like, yeah, he's playing. She goes, oh, he is so cute. He is so cute. I
0: think these Europeans might actually, going back to the Luca thing. The accents. The accent works in their advantage. No bullshit. They all speak like four languages, right? So it's like they already got that ahead of you. And then you play something sexy like tennis? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Any sport you can play with a watch? Any sport you can play with a watch in front of packed people who are intensely
1: focused on you the whole time. Oh my god. You know what's actually a fun fact? US Open is happening this week. I don't know if you I don't know if you knew that, but aside from the point, one of my high school friends is currently being a ball boy. Really? Yeah, he applied. Big prestige. And you you go through this training and he he's a ball boy at the US Open.
0: That's something he'll never forget. That's pretty pretty fire. He'd probably be on TV running back and forth. He was on TV. Those those guys have some pressure, huh?
1: Oh, that's a tough job.
0: That might be the toughest. Let's it's low-key an endurance thing. Let's call it like a uh, supplementary position, right, or a complementary position. It compliments the game. It obviously makes things run smooth. That may be the most important complementary job in sports because in basketball, sure, there's the people who wipe up the sweat, but they don't really matter. In football, there's the people who move the flags. But even then, the line of scrimmage is digitally inserted. You can't do nothing about the balls necessary? flying around. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so then uh, from there, listen, we're really embracing debate with this one. There's, I know. Um we
1: might just have to talk about this the rest of the episode. No, for real.
0: I got I got Nick Young aka Swaggy P on there.
1: See, Nick Young is one of those guys again where I bet he just uh he like he never he never got to do it right when he was younger.
0: I think that he and this probably goes for anyone who lives in LA. I don't know where he lives in the off season. I don't really know what they're up to during the season. I imagine they go out, right? you're gonna tell me you spend your off season in l a three four months like maybe yeah you work out do whatever you don't you're not out at functions all the time and you know there's there's levels to functions you know what I mean like especially when you're that they high tier of wealth and this goes this goes down this actually goes similarly to the uh these soccer stars deciding to go to easier leagues imagine you're a top tier star maybe you don't go to the big Hollywood party that has plenty of other stars. Maybe you go to the one under there.
1: Where you're the biggest where star. Where you're
0: the biggest star. And Nick Young, and this goes for any pro athlete, there's probably
1: plenty of parties you go to where you're the biggest star. All you got to do is tell them. They might not know it. Well, here's what you think, right? So here's what I think. I th- I don't think a lot of athletes have like name recognizability, face recognizability, or recognition. But I think there's the potential to say... Like, let's say, like, this guy, like, you're at a club and you get, like, a private room, whatever, or a private area, and you say, like, um, yeah, like, um, I'm with the Lakers.
0: Oh, my God. Can any more prestigious sentence be like spoken? If you're
1: a tall guy and you just say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with the Lakers. I'm
0: with the Cowboys.
1: Or, because you know what? I'm well, a what, Patriot. When I read the Tiger Woods book, what he would do is they would get these. Like vel- these roped off areas of clubs and the, the security people would go up to women. They'd be like, Tiger would like to see you. And they would just escort these women over.
0: And see, do you think these guys actually love the club?
1: I think they're just burning to me, cash. When you're that famous, it's not a club anymore. It's almost that like you're having your own mini party in this space that also has music. You're not experiencing the club lifestyle with the rest of the fucking poor people.
0: No, I guess that's true. I guess you go there to feel like you're at a place where everyone is kind of celebrating you. Like, it might, be, it might you, be an ego thing.
1: You you go there to spend mad money, to flex, yep. and, I guess, see people you couldn't see at your house.
0: I love... It's actually... Uh, maybe not love, but I really do genuinely enjoy... Um, every now and then you see on Twitter, like, bar tabs. Or, like, after, like, the, the Stanley gyps. Cup, you'll see, like, the bar tab... Um, the, the, when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup all over X amount of years ago, a famous bar tab was released. These guys spent, like, stacks. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. Carry the conversation for 30 seconds, well, don't you? Well, dude,
1: there is probably no better feeling than, like, drinking out of a championship trophy. That is probably so great. Right. And, I, and I'll never know it.
0: I found it. Guess how much they spent. This is the Boston Bruins. They went to the MGM Grand at Foxwoods um, in Connecticut, actually. Guess how much they spent.
1: As a collective. As a collective. Let's call it what: fifteen, sixteen, twenty professional athletes.
0: And probably maybe like an entourage. Yeah, I don't know the, the total amount of people. Seven
1: hundred and fifty grand.
0: All right, a little high, but they they spent one hundred fifty six grand out. Hundred fifty six grand. Is that a dinner? That that includes and it's a laundry list of stuff, but it's uh, I'll, I'll find some notables. Thirty five Jaeger bombs. <laughs> um eighteen Red Bulls, another eighteen Red Bulls sugar free, <laughs> ten gray goose bottles. These are all bottles. Um, but let me find like the because these are all like not huge spends, right? Like three bottles of Bacardi. You know, we,
1: we would have doubled that if we had won a
0: Oh, my God. I'm saying. you Maybe these are shots. But it says bottle service, so maybe it is bottles. I'm not sure. But the biggest offenders, how many Bud Lights do you think they drank?
1: 220.
0: 136 Bud Lights. Boy. But that's not the only kind of beer there. <clears throat> only one Corona actually uh, ordered. That would be different today. Interesting. Um, but the biggest offenders there is, you know, I don't even know what these are, but two bottles of Ace of Spades. Sorry, three bottles of Ace of Spades. I think
1: that's rum or whiskey.
0: 20 bottles of Moet for four grand. Four bottles of Ace Rosé at 4800 Well,
1: and here's what I think, Sam. They were probably just ordering these bottles, 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 and giving them out to whoever the fuck was there.
0: They, uh, you know what the biggest offender on it was? They bought, a, they bought one $100,000 bottle.
1: <laughs> of what? Champagne?
0: Ace Midas.
1: Ace Midas. I'm about to look that up. Carry the conversation for 30 seconds, would you?
0: Yeah, I will. So, you know, let's, let's go talk about the Bogle a little bit, fellas. We drink from Bogle vineyards, right? Vineyards.
1: Ace Midas. Armand de Brignac Brut Cold 30-milliliter Midas Ace of Spades Premier Champagne. It is champagne.
0: I know, and that goes for 100 racks. Obviously, club prices are inflated. Um,
1: it was probably aged a bit. Oh my! But the default is sixty-five grand for a thirty milliliter. That's what it looks like. It's a golden bottle.
0: Jesus! Wait, th- <coughs> three hundred milliliters? You must mean
1: thirty milliliters. Thirty. Thirty m- liters. Thirty. Oh, liters.
0: oh, okay, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> thirty liters is a lot, though. That's, you, that's a that's a fat bottle.
1: That's like the big
0: boy. Yeah, that's a... okay, but still, you're gonna you're gonna spend my my yearly salary
1: on that. Um, no, but. Tasting notes, if you want to know. Marvelously complex and full-bodied, its bouquet is both fresh and lively with light floral notes on the palate. Brute Gold has a sumptuous, racy fruit character perfectly integrated with the wine's subtle brioche accents. The champagne texture is deliciously creamy with great depth paired with long, silky finish. We
0: actually, and I want to speak this into the airwaves, we will not stop until we review that bottle.
1: We won't stop. We
0: will not stop until we review the battle. That'll be the golden episode. Taste. Sip. That's when we know that we will have made it. One day. Do you think people were like around them that night and just like begging? Just begging to get a little bit of that? 30
1: liters, I hope they were generous.
0: They must have been absolutely destroyed.
1: I would hope so. You think? I mean, I don't know. These guys are fucking tanks.
0: All right. So the next person I'm going to bring up. Cause this conversation is good, so I'm going to bring him another person, and it'll probably spark another debate. Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: it's a good-looking dude.
0: Now, why I say Jimmy G, he's obviously not a patriot anymore, and I guess this, this, I don't want to talk about basketball on this one necessarily because of how rotations work, but football. Do you think backups get any action?
1: This goes back to uh, BMS, Blue Mountain State. The backup quarterback is supposedly the best position in sports. Whoa, my God!
0: Seriously, you're almost never needed.
1: Almost never needed. Still get a hefty paycheck. Um, your name is probably still pretty recognizable. Yeah, people know
0: who you are. I think everybody, regardless of their favorite team, knows their favorite team's backup QB, right? So we we have Stidham and Hoyer, right? So I know everybody knows that. Well, although technically they're fighting for the starting spot.
1: Technically, Cam is not the starter, but I did Jemmy G. Jimmy G was on the cover of GQ before he even got traded. Exactly. Jimmy G was a star in waiting.
0: What? How do you feel about those GQ covers when they're sexiest man alive?
1: You, did you apply for that, you it's think? It's a goal of mine. Maybe. You start dressing a little sharper, take care of yourself, and you get a beard. You think I'd look good with a beard? I tell myself that, but some people You know, they you don't get a beard so. a few years ago. I did of. have a two years ago. I had a beard. Yeah, I thought Our it was an old show. Yeah, I thought it was pretty handsome. Thank you, man. I
0: would do a beard if I could.
1: One day. One day. Maybe you
0: we'll know, I, fun fact for our listeners, 25 to 32, I believe, is the uh, prime time.
1: You know, maybe we'll Photoshop some pictures of both of us Just with, to with some hefty beards, and we'll make a poll. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Should we grow this? <laughs> <laughs> Can we? No. Um, but, um, all right. Who do you think has the least? We'll close on this. Least? I, I got two candidates written down that I think have the least.
1: I don't know. I'm going to say...
0: Know. Um, in no specific order, but I'm going to say Kawhi Leonard and Andrew Luck.
1: Andrew Luck's a weirdo, and Kawhi Leonard, I'm convinced, is asexual.
0: He's a robot. He really is. Um, he may
1: not even have a penis.
0: No, I think he's he's here for one mission and one mission only. But he, they say he's a fun guy, but uh, I but uh, I doubt that. Um, but yeah, let's let's. Uh, how are we looking on time? It's going to uh, be a longer. We are over. Over. We got
1: quite carried away. You know what happens when the conversation gets going?
0: Did we talk about the process?
1: I think we gotta save it.
0: All right, I think we save maybe, it. Maybe this
1: will be a two-parter. Should we just get
0: into it? Yeah, maybe we just split it. That'd be good. Two birds, ah, we'll two 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 one stone. Two-parter. <laughs> two-parter. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be listening to part one, waiting for the sports takes, and they're gonna be like, ah. Yeah. ah. Yeah. ah.